हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर फाइव लेजिस्लेचर यू हैव ऑलरेडी स्टडीड द इम्पॉर्टेंस ऑफ इलेक्शंस एंड द मेथड ऑफ इलेक्शंस अडॉप्टेड इन इंडिया लेजिस्लेचर्स आर इलेक्टेड बाय द पीपल एंड वर्क ऑन बिहाफ ऑफ द पीपल In this chapter you will study how the elected legislatures function and help in maintaining democratic government you will also learn about the composition and functioning of the parliament and state legislatures in india and their importance in democratic government after reading this chapter you would know the importance of the legislature the functions and powers of the parliament of india the law making procedure and how the parliament controls the executive and how the parliament regulates itself now let us discuss the first point why do we need a parliament legislature is not merely a law making body law making is but one of the functions of the legislature it is the center of all democratic political process it is packed with action walkouts protest demonstration unanimity concern and cooperation all these serve very vital purposes indeed a genuine democracy is inconceivable without a representative efficient and effective legislature the legislature also has people in holding the representatives accountable this is indeed the very basis of representative democracy yet in most democracies legislatures are losing central place to executive in india too the cabinet initiates policies sets the agenda for governance and carries them through this has led some critics to remark that the parliament has declined but even very strong cabinets must retain majority of the legislature a strong leader has to face the parliament and answer to the satisfaction of the parliament here in lies the democratic potential of the parliament it recognizes as one of the most democratic and open forum of debate on account of its composition it is the most representative of all organs of government it is above all vested with the power to choose and dismiss the government now let us discuss the point why do we need two houses of parliament the term parliament refers to the national legislature the legislature of the states is described as a state legislature the parliament in india has two houses when there are two houses of the legislature it is called a bicameral legislature 
the two houses of the indian parliament are the council of states or rajya sabha and house of the people or the lok sabha the constitution has given the states the option of establishing either a unicameral or bicameral legislature at present only six states have a bicameral legislature countries with large size and much diversity usually prefer to have two houses of national legislature to give representation to all sections in the society and to give representation to all geographical regions or parts of the country a bicameral legislature has one more advantage a bicameral legislature makes it possible to have every decision reconsidered every decision taken by one house goes to the other house for its decision this means that every bill and policy would be discussed twice this ensures a double check on every matter even if one house takes a decision in haste that decision will come for discussion in a, the other house and reconsideration will be possible now let us discuss rajya sabha each of the two houses of the parliament has different bases of representation the rajya sabha represents the states of india it is an indirectly elected body residents of state elect members to state legislative assembly the elected members of state legislative assembly in turn elect the members of rajya sabha we can imagine two different principles of representation in the second chamber one way is to give equal representation to all the parts of the country irrespective of their size and or population we may call this as symmetrical representation on the other hand parts of the country may be given representation according to their population the second method means that the regions or parts having larger population would have more representative in the second chamber than regions having less population in the usa every state has equal representation in the senate this ensures equality of all the states but this also means that a small state would have the same representation as the larger states the system of representation adopted for the rajya sabha is different from that in the usa the mem- number of members to be elected from each state has been fixed by the fourth schedule of the constitution what would happen if we were to follow the american system of equality of representation in the rajya sabha uttar pradesh with a population of 1718.29 lakhs 
would get seats equal to that of Sikkim, whose population is only 5.71 lakhs. The framers of the constitution wanted to prevent such discrepancy. States with larger population get more representatives than states with smaller population get. Thus, a more populous state like Uttar Pradesh sends 31 members to Rajya Sabha, while a smaller and less populous state like Sikkim has one seat in Rajya Sabha. Members of the Rajya Sabha are elected for a term of six years. They can get re-elected. All members of Rajya Sabha do not complete their term at the same time. Every two years, one-third members of Rajya Sabha complete their term and elections are held for those one-third seats only. Thus, the Rajya Sabha is never fully dissolved. Therefore, it is called the permanent house of the parliament. The advantage of this arrangement is that even when the Lok Sabha is dissolved and elections are yet to take place, the meeting of Rajya Sabha can be called and Ashton business can be conducted. Apart from the elected members, Rajya Sabha also has 12 nominated members. The president nominates these members. These nominations are made from among those persons who have made their mark in the fields of literature, science, art and social service. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.